Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amandaman Games Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support the show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So we'll get right into it, the demise of open world games. This is something that I've been thinking about quite a bit, uh, especially more recently as well with, with certain games that were just announced this past weekend. Uh, and it kind of started off with uh, the Assassin's Creed series with the big big change that we saw with Origins where they kind of went for a more RPG approach, uh, which is not bad in a way. And I, I know a lot of people kind of got back into the series and a lot of people just enjoyed that, you know, just that new... A new kind of way of playing the Assassin's Creed games. I know a lot of people wanted a bit of a change and they've been waiting for a bit of a change when it comes to that game series for a while. But, you know, I, I, I just kind of missed, I started missing those more focused games. And I started noticing that more and more games are kind of taking this approach of making their games almost a game as a service, not necessarily a full game as a service, but, you know, making it in a way that it is kind of, looking or feeling like an MMO or, you know, more like what we're seeing nowadays when it comes to battle passes and, and you know, expansion and stuff like that, that we kind of, we're kind of seeing with, with, you know, even Fall Guys now, Fortnite, PUBG, Warzone, stuff like that. And, you know, there, it, 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 it's something that in a way could be beneficial. It could be something that maybe brings new life to certain games. But at this point in time, I'm just seeing so many games switch to this that, I felt like I just had to kind of talk about this, just kind of bring it up, uh, maybe share my opinion and, and see if any anyone else also feels the same way. Uh, so we'll obviously first talk about the, the, big, the big announcement that we just had on the weekend, which was the DC fandom announcements for Gotham Knights, which is the new Batman-ish game, Batman game, I guess, in a way, from uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. They were the ones that made Batman Arkham Origins. So this is their new game. Uh, they even showed gameplay for this. And of course, if you saw the gameplay, uh, it was kind of focused on, you know, giving you different people to use. You can use Batgirl, you can use um, Robin, you can use Red Hood, Nightwing. And it has like, you know, it has that kind of almost Destiny-like or MMORPG-like mission structure where you're going through areas, you may be working with your friends. They obviously give you the option to play the game solo. Um, But of course, you know, they give you the option to, of course, play with another person uh, when it comes to these missions. And, you know, we obviously the main thing that automatically kind of got me triggered was seeing, you know, numbers pop up. These, uh, the the levels pop up, like have like the level bar and everything like that. The level number, sorry, right above these enemies and all that. And, you know, when I was just, I was just watching that and I was just seeing that, you know, I was automatically just automatically just turned off. I was trying my best to kind of enjoy that gameplay, enjoy that game uh, for what it was. And, you know, being such a big Batman Arkham fan, I was so excited to finally see a new game, just any game come out at this point from Warner Brothers when it comes to the Batman series. And I was just so excited. And, and you know, as soon as I saw that, I saw the gameplay, I saw that weird weighted. It's like, it's not really like fully weighted. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but like that weird gameplay where, you know, you have enemies that have numbers popping up. And for some reason, it feels like you're connecting with them when you're uh, attacking them or you're, you're you're battling with them, but it doesn't really feel like you're attacking them. Kind of the one of the issues that I had with the uh, Assassin's Creed series, especially the newer games, Origins and Odyssey. 
And, you know, I just automatically was like, okay, I see, I see what's happening. So they're obviously going for that RPG approach. And, you know, again, like I said, it's not necessarily always a bad thing. You know, we've seen other games that have done a good job. But of course, like, you know, I saw that approach and I was automatically uh, just a lot of bells started ringing. And uh, before, obviously, I keep talking about this, the other game that was announced was Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. And of course, similar approach, it was all, it was a CGI trailer and it was made by Rocksteady. Uh, and, you know, it was a CGI trailer, it looked really cool. Uh, the writing was really good. But again, same concept, you know, it's a Suicide Squad. They haven't really announced, announced like everything yet. We don't know if it's like a proper games as a service game like what it is, even for Gotham Knights, to be honest, I'm, I'm obviously jumping the gun with all this, right? But like, they haven't really announced it, but you can kind of see where they are heading, heading with this, you know, you can see what the plan is. And, you know, like it automatically just kind of make me, kind of just kind of made me style a little bit like, okay, like, you know, it, I, I get maybe one of your game studios maybe making a game like this, but is it really necessary for both of them to make a game like this? Can we get one like single player focused, game from one of the studios and maybe the other studio works on a you know a game of service game which as we've noticed more and more companies want more and more companies want the next fall guys that's what the, the kind of new the new thing that's happening right now you know fall guys or fortnite or PUBG, just something that just constantly keeps them keeps making them money with with low amounts of investment from their end right and i think that's what more and more companies are trying to do and you know it has obviously a good size when you have games like Fall Guys come out that do actually reinvent the wheel in some way and it looks actually, it looks cool, it looks fun. But on the other end, you know, you have every other game, you're, you're getting a, a company like Ninja Theory who that made such an amazing game like Hellblade come out with a game like Bleeding Edge, which again, it's not a bad game. I've played a, a bit of it, at least before it, it officially released the beta, I played, a, I played quite a bit of it. But I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. If you look online and stuff like that, it's barely like doing anything, right? And it's not necessarily always a good thing to try and make a game as a service game, you know, like, and and it, it just worries me that this is kind of the direction they're going in. So obviously before I keep talking about, about you know, that the DC games in general, we'll go back to Assassin's Creed uh, where they took a shift into Origins and then Odyssey. And, you know, both those games in their own way, like it, it was good because it was, you know, it, they were long games. They give you so much stuff to do but everything was so repetitive. Nothing really felt like weighty. Again, like I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but like, especially when you're battling people, when you're having those intense battles, you're engaging with people, it just it just doesn't feel right. You know, like, and Dark Souls is a game that has been able to do that quite well, especially if you see games like Sekiro and stuff like that, where each attack, everything, even, and that's a game that Sekiro at least is not a, a level-based game per se, but like, you know, when it comes to Dark Souls and Bloodborne, those are level-based games, right? And it is about leveling up before you attack certain enemies or stuff like that. But Or you can even attack them without that. You know, like there's, it still gives you the option. Obviously, it'll take you uh, multiple hours, but it still gives you the option. And with Assassin's Creed, the thing that I noticed was that, you know, like the battling doesn't feel good. It just feels like there's so much bloat. There's just so much added bloat to the entire game where, you know, it's, it's just taking away from the main story. There's so many side missions everywhere that don't really... There's some side missions that were good. Some of them were just... It's just the same thing over and over again. And it's just kind of... You just kind of you can just kind of tell that it just doesn't feel like... You know, like... I just... In my brain, I keep thinking if those resources went to the main story in the main game, uh, how different uh, how different that could be. Or if they kind of use those resources to just 
make more focused areas, more focused missions, you know, and obviously like I, I, I'm, I'm, as I say it, I know that it kind of goes away from that open world structure where you are, if you are kind of going into a more corridor structure, right? But for certain missions, that's not a bad thing. For certain main story missions, stuff like that, it's not a bad thing because that does kind of add to the overall story and it makes you more engaged. It kind of gets you in that mindset of that character. And that was something that I just noticed we were kind of moving away from with, with Assassin's Creed. I mean, how messed up is it that you're an assassin and you, for in these Assassin's Creed games, Odyssey, uh, Origins and Odyssey, I, I gotta say, you don't feel like an assassin at all. Like you are, you have your hidden blade, but of course you attack someone with the hidden blade, be it the boss or whatever, or someone who's like a little bit higher level, which is what my issue with the higher level stuff or the level stuff comes in. You attack them, but because they're higher level than you, even though you fucking stab them in the neck, I mean, like nothing happens to them, like, or like half their health goes away, but they're still up and they're like, all right, let's fight. And everyone's been alerted. It's kind of like, okay, wh like what, what is happening? I thought, I thought the whole point of this game, I thought the whole point of this was that if I, if I sneak around and take everyone out quietly, I'm an assassin. That's the whole point of being an assassin, right? And it took away from that. And, you know, watching the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla get announced and seeing that gameplay and everything. And I'm like, Okay, so we're really sticking with this, I guess. You know, we're really sticking with this kind of gameplay, this kind of structure. And I think for me, it's unfortunate because I know that in overall, a lot of people, a lot of people do enjoy this. A lot of people do want these big open, open areas, open worlds where you take your time, you do side missions, you do this, you do that, you do your main missions whenever you want, you level up and everything, right? But it, 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 I just think that it is kind of taking away from what 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 was like these old school, amazing story-based open world games that we saw, you know, with, with GTA games, Red Dead Redemption, stuff like that. Like there's just something about those open world games where, you know, you're going through mission to different missions, stuff like that. And, you know, you're living and breathing in that world. And when you go to a new mission, when you go to a new area, it's almost like, okay, this is going to be, an, this is going to be like a new, like epic area, epic mission, epic, whatever. And it feels focused. It, it feels fleshed out that entire section. Um, but with these new type of open world games where, you know, it's all about the levels and, and this and that, it always comes down to like a specific area where this is, they're just uh, crazy amounts of enemies. And uh, again, like, as I said, I know a lot of other games do the same thing, right? At the end of the day, most games are going to be repetitive, but like, it doesn't take away from, you know, even if it, it is repetitive, even if it is, you are doing the same thing as you see with games like, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us, uh, Days Gone, even Spider-Man. I know I'm, I'm listing all the Sony exclusives, but you know, if you look at all these games, obviously they're open world, but when you go to a mission, it still, it still feels like that's a proper fleshed out, you know, single player open world mission <laughs> that has some weight when it comes to the story, you know, and, and, and that's the thing that I, I'm, I'm missing. And when I see the way that these games are going with the new Batman game, of course, the Gotham Knight and, and Suicide Squad. Again, we don't know the whole thing, but I'm just basing all of this from what I saw in the Gotham Knights, the, the gameplay trailer and everything like that. You know, it just kind of takes away from what I loved about that Arkham series because that was the first time we got a proper Batman game. We got a, prop we got a proper Batman game that not only used the comic books, as as an influence, obviously I know there were there were other Batman games, but like this this just did such a good job of it. Um, had amazing an amazing voice, uh, like voice acting cast, 
had some amazing story, like just an amazing story. And, you know, the battling system and the, the, the gameplay and everything just meshed and felt so good overall that you just wanted, you felt like you're Batman. You wanted to be in there. You wanted to just continue being Batman even when the game was done. And like the, the crazy cast and, and, and crew and everyone that you meet along the way is just, it just kind of adds to the entire thing. And that's what I feel like is, is being taken away because as these games keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and when they reach to that specific point in an open world game, they don't know how to make it bigger. So automatically, for some reason, the next step is, oh, let's just make it like a live game. Let's make it multiplayer. Let's make it like level-based, stuff like that. And for some reason, that seems to be like the next step. And I just don't understand why when you see games like Red Dead Redemption 2 do so well that aren't, you know, level-based, it's like, it, there's no need for that. You know, like, I just do not see why we are going in that way. And and my worry is, I think, mainly stemmed from what we're seeing with Marvel's Avengers as well, as we saw with the beta. Again, the beta should not, you know, determine what the game is going to be like, because of course, like they're still working on it, but it's only a few weeks away, not even a week away, right? It's like maybe like a week or so. But I mean, after playing that, I play the, ma the main missions, the mission story, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, you can see, you know, some hints of Crystal Dynamics here. But other than that, it was just going back to the whole thing of, okay, like there's levels, there's big open areas that basically have nothing in them. You know, it's just, it just kind of takes you away from that entire, uh, entire story or mission, whatever you're doing. It's like this barren land, you're going from point A to point B, you get there, all you have to do is just obviously kill waves of enemies and then you'll get some loot from it and then maybe like a story beat. And I'm just like, wow, this is, I, I, you know, I'm such a big comic book fan and stuff. And I'm like, wait, I've been waiting for a game like the, the Avengers game and stuff like that finally coming out. And when it, when it was being made by Crystal Dynamics, I'm like, wow, this is going to be awesome. They did such a good job with Tomb Raider, like Tomb Raider and Riser Tomb Raider that they, they know what they're doing. And instead, I'm looking at this game and you can already see it. I mean, if you play the beta, you can already see they're going to have a battle pass. They have a loot system, which doesn't really pop up on you, which is kind of weird. But, you know, again, it's like, okay, so I guess we're going with this games and service thing. So, you know, I'll do the story. The story is not going to be amazing. I can already tell. I mean, again, like, you know, Destiny 2 did a good job with Forsaken and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not going to say that, you know, the stories will be like horrible. But, you know, when you do games like that, like those games of service games, it, it in, in my opinion, it does take away from the overall enjoyment that you get when you play a more focused single player game or a focused open world game. Um, and I think this goes back to another thing that they keep trying to do is obviously add more people. They, they want they want to make it multiplayer. They want it to be that if you buy the game, you can influence your other friend to buy the game because you want to play with them, right? And this is great in a way, but again, this takes away from the story because like it is obviously when it, when it comes to the Avengers, obviously you support, if, if it's the Avengers, you have four other people, right? That's kind of the idea. Obviously it's more than four, but at least in the game, you have you have like your entire team. But when you have your other friend playing, and you're on like the headset together, you know, it, it, you both need to be both or three people or four people, or if it's matchmaking, just random people, all of you need to be in the same mindset that, Hey, I'm, I need to focus on the story. I want to know what's happening with the story. Not everyone is like that. Right. And a lot of times when you are playing with friends, you necessarily, even if you do want to focus on that, 
you might not just because you know you're like okay you know what my friends here whatever i'll talk to i'll talk to my friend whatever you know we'll uh, let's just focus on, on the game what do we need to do we need to kill this boss okay you know and in, in between all these story beats all this added information maybe you know extra lore stuff is happening but you don't even get to focus on that and this was my experience with destiny 2 i remember i was playing the forsaken dlc and my friend was like let's play together in the entire time like like stuff was happening and they'll be talking or they'll be like looking at stuff or they'll be doing something else or they'll they'll move too fast so that you know like if someone's talking i'm I'm just kind of standing for a second but my friends are already like way ahead and i'm like wait guys just like you know let me let me at least understand what's happening with the story right and it's that also takes away from it so it's i, I it's it's a part of the game that i feel is is underutilized or something that i feel like is not you know give, given full credit to which is the story right because it, it should add to the whole whole game i mean games are at this point you know it's something that a lot of people people fight for when it comes to this medium is that games are proper artistic storytelling mediums and you know we've been fighting for this for so long and then when you have games like you know marvel's avengers or any you know these kinds of games that are games as a service you kind of go like okay yeah story is there whatever like if i want to focus on the story i will but i just want to go from point a to point b and get my new loot right and that's kind of the whole whole loop is just let's get let's just keep working on this. Let's just keep working towards this new loot. Like I want I want to get this new gauntlet, this new weapon, this new this, this new that, right? And it keeps going that way, and it it kind of takes away from weight. But like you know, that's not the whole point of the Avengers thing, right? It's the same thing when I was playing Tomb Raider. I'm not going around like okay, I'm gonna I just, I need the the best gear, I need the best this, I need the the, the new gear, the new weapon, the new what whatever, right? That's, that was never what I was doing playing Lara Croft in Crystal Dynamics old game, right? The whole point was, okay, there's a story happening. There's like, there's like these cool tubes that they tell, they give you really cool lore and information about those tubes when you, when you get, to, when you get to the end of that tube. And like, that's kind of what made those kinds of games for me. And I feel like that's something that's being taken away more and more. And with, with, with the new game, with, the, with this announcement, especially from companies like Rocksteady, I, you know, when they announced Suicide Squad, and again, it was kind of, okay, there's four people, you can play multiplayer, all that stuff, automatically, I was like, okay, wow. So even, even like the company, even like a developer that I thought would never kind of fall under that, under that umbrella, you know, even that developer has kind of fallen under that umbrella, right? I mean, again, I'm talking about as if like, you know, Ninja Theory or like Ninja Theory did such a great job with Hellblade and they are making Hellblade too. But of course, you know, in between, they did try Bleeding Edge. And who's to say if Bleeding Edge became really really popular if it became the next Fortnite, who's to say if hellblade 2 would ever come out right i mean we've seen this with valve when valves you know when when steam and counter-strike and all those games and dota all the game became so popular valve just basically stopped making games <laughs> you know and all the games since then have been games of the service they've they've been counter-strike uh counter-strike go i think then of course artifact which didn't do too well and it wasn't until now after all those years until now that we got half-life alex right and again, maybe you can say that, you know, that's technology for them to sell more uh, VR headsets that they're producing, right? But again, like, it took them this long to get back because they were just making so much money from their games in the service line. And I think that's what I'm, I'm more and more worried about is if, if these companies, these developers kind of go down this route. And again, it is in a way for their betterment, right? If you have a company, if you have, if you want if you're building games and you're spending so much money on these games, you want to have a game that you invest a certain amount and this game keeps giving you money every year, every year. And you basically, you're basically set. If you have Fortnite, a game like Fortnite uh, under your portfolio, that's it. You're set. 
You don't need to worry. You just need to keep adding to it. You need to add stuff, have events, stuff like that. But that game will keep you keep on making all this money for you throughout, I don't know how many years, right? And I think that's what more and more companies are looking towards. And because of that, I feel a lot of games, a lot of the things that made these games, these series popular, that's being lost. That's being pushed aside, right? I feel like obviously I should talk about God of War, which is a, a, my favorite game. And they kind of did go down this route. They did kind of go down this level-based route, but... For anyone that's played that game, I mean, I've even uh, platinum that game because I love that game so much. If anyone anyone play that game, yeah, the level based stuff does affect you. It does impact you in a certain way. But I think like like the highest level I I, I feel like I saw was six, seven, or maybe eight. Uh, and and like getting level, especially if you're doing a story, the level doesn't really affect you too much. Obviously, if you have uh, if if you're like higher level, you'll be able to do more damage stuff like that. But overall, it doesn't really affect you that much. At the same time, there's no like, you know, loot grind that's happening. You do get different gauntlets, stuff like that. But, you know, again, like it goes back to my earlier point of having a focused game and having a focused story. And that's what God of War was able to achieve. Even with that, they had a focused story, a great game, a great cast of characters. And like, you know, you just fell in love with Kratos all over again, right? But they, you know, once you're done with that story, that was it. It wasn't like, all right, now your friend could play play as Atreus or your friend could play as, as, as Thor or Baldur or something. Okay, I'm just obviously just like, you know, adding stuff up. <laughs> if, if you play the game, you know, right? But it doesn't it doesn't work like that, right? Like it, it, they, for them, they're like, no, the story is done. Uh, if you want, you can keep playing and, and like and do the Valkyries, which is a, a separate set of bosses and, you know, level up along the way. But that's it. It is done. It's, it's, you're not going to pay for a battle pass, no microtransactions, stuff like that, right? And I have more respect for that. So if, you know, Suicide Squad comes out and they do have, let's say, a multiplayer aspect, whatever, but they simply say that, no, like you just go from point A to point B in the story. Once you get there, that's it. No microtransactions, nothing like that. You're done. But we know that's not going to happen. If you have a multiplayer, if you have a multiplayer component to your game, you will, <laughs> you will make it into a proper game of the service, right? You will say, we're going to have this event. We're going to add this. We're going to have this, this expansion. They will not just end it like right there. It's that, that will just not happen, right? So I think that's the, 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 the main thing that keeps bugging me is that, you know, if they did actually put the resources, put the resources and, you know, and focus mainly on the story, focus mainly on that single player storytelling aspect, or maybe even co-op, you know, maybe two player storytelling aspect of the game, it could be something amazing, right? Because these are games being made by developers that have made such amazing games that, you know, we've grown up to love. A lot of the games that we play nowadays are based off of these games, right? And I, I'm not going to fault the popularity of games like Fortnite, PUBG, Warzone and stuff like that, right? Because they found a, a, a good groove. They found a good loop that got people in, that got people invested. And, the, and Fortnite, and rightfully so, all these games are doing really well, right? It's, it's, it's hard to fault them for that because they found a good set a good set of rules or tools or whatever they're using to basically get you engaged and get everyone engaged and be make it available to everyone for free uh, so it's low cost of entry right but i just don't want that side those free-to-play games or those games as a service games kind of you know kind of overflowing or kind of, kind of coming on to these other sets of games that i look towards for stories for their amazing atmospheres for their amazing writing right and with with these kinds of games, especially games as a service games, you first you're paying sixty dollars, or at least in Canada it's like seventy nine nine 
without the tax. After tax, it's like $90 in Canada. So you're paying $90 in Canada. And then on top of that, they're like, oh, why don't we have a new expansion? We have a battle pass. We have this, we have that. So you're paying more on top of that, you know, versus if you, let's say, pay $30 or $40 for something like Hellblade. Obviously, it's a lot cheaper than that. But again, that's like a focused story, a, a story game that's like focused and has a proper ending, goes from point A to point B, you know, microtransactions, nothing like that. And you know, it then it kind of comes down to what what do you value when it comes to money? Is it is it more time? Is it that when you spend ninety dollars, you want to be able to play the game for a hundred hours, for a thousand hours, or if it's you know if you spend ninety dollars on a game, you want to you want a game that you you make great memories with, that you get moved by, that that moves you emotionally and tells you an amazing story, right? And I think that's the thing that that a lot of these games are are taking away or are missing. And again, like I don't want to simply just make this judgment on two games that are not even out yet. And, you know, they're one, I think Gotham Knights will come out in 2021 and, and the Suicide Squad games will come out in 2022, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Warner Brothers is also waiting to see how Marvel's Avengers does, how that game does in a week or so. And, you know, I don't see that game doing bad mainly because of that, the name, but I do also do not see that game getting like nine out of tens or ten out of tens because it has an amazing story. And it just kind of moves you and it's like, okay, this game is going to get nominated for the game of the year. This is at the same level as Red Redemption and God of War. Like, I just do not see that happening. It will be a game that has a story that you, you just simply say, okay, yeah, that's a cool story. I enjoyed it. I like the Marvel Universe. It did its job. And then it'll just be, okay, I just, I just need to find better loot or I just need to do this repetitive thing. And if you've played the beta, again, you know what I'm talking about. I just need to do this repetitive uh, missions that literally take six, seven minutes sometimes and just hope for the best that I get this loot. And I guess that's two hours, three hours of my day well spent. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go, you know, do my next thing or whatever. Again, like I'm not, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, right? I'm, this is just how I view it because again, like I've played Destiny. I've put in so many hours in Destiny and so many times when I'm playing the game like Destiny, I'm only playing it with my friends. I'm not focused or looking at any of the lore or the story stuff. At the same time, it's like so many, so much of that time is spent uh, doing missions or repeating missions that I've done already. And so much of the other time is just me kind of waiting around or, you know, in the, in the tower, just waiting for my friends to kind of have their gear ready or something like that. Or, you know, maybe just do some like mindless, like collectible, collectible mission type stuff, whatever, like collectathon type stuff. You, you know, if you go to like a, a planet and collect like plants or whatever, collect some resources, right? Like it just comes back to like, okay, like, I'm not saying that that's not enjoyable for uh, enjoyable for people because I'm sure I'm I'm hundred percent sure that it's enjoyable for a lot of people out there, right? But again, it it does take away from those that from this overall experience that you're supposed to get when it comes to these open world games. So I'm hoping that you know I am I'm going I'm hoping that I get proven wrong when it comes to uh, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad, you know, uh, and of course I'm hoping that Assassin's Creed at some point you know, maybe makes a shift, at least, at least just if, if I have a hidden blade and I sneak up, sneak up on someone, at least just make that like an insta kill, no matter what, no matter what level someone is, I don't know. It just feels weird that like, you know, your, your level is dependent on your level, but it just kind of, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, so this was obviously just my, my short rant. I really wanted to talk about this. I will be posting this video on YouTube as well, or my, this audio on YouTube as well. So please check that out. Thank you so much for joining. If you ever want to reach, reach out to me, you can uh, message me on, on Instagram at Amandaman Games. Of course, my email is amandamangames at gmail.com. 
That's themondemondgames at gmail.com. Of course, my Twitter, everything, all that is linked below. Follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash And yep, I will see you next week. Bye.